0: You're listening to the Awesome Podcast Network.
1: This is 80's Revisited. I'm your producer, Jesse Sedgley. And now your hosts, Daniel San Angelo and Trey Harris. (laughs)
0: Drug addiction, uh,
1: uh, uh. international terrorism, freeway killers. Now, more than ever, it's it is important, important
0: to remember the, the true meaning,
1: meaning of, of Christmas. Christmas. Don't miss Charles Dickens' immortal classic Scrooge. Your life might it just
0: depend on it. on it.
2: And your life also depends on a healthy dose. Not bad, huh? Of 80s Revisited <laughs> <laughs> on the Awesome Podcast Network. I'm one of your hosts, Trey Harris. The other, Dan Sanangelo. And our producer, faithfully, here. Yes, oh, I, I am. Yeah, thank you, Jesse Sedgley, for picking up that fumble. That <laughs> <laughs> Aaron Rodgers fumble I did,
1: because... That's right. Not that he's been playing recently, be Aaron though, Ron- Yeah. know why this tastes for Aaron Rodgers. He's he on my might. fantasy team. Yeah, and, well, he he's didn't help you get in the playoffs.
3: It don't matter. He got 60 points from his other quarterback last week. But Yeah, yeah Josh McCown. All
1: right. That's what I heard. But now he's grapevine. benched, too. Yep. So
3: I'm kind of hmm. up a creek.
2: But anyway, Merry Christmas to all our <laughs> listeners and our viewers out there who are watching live right now, even though this episode will not be heard until the future. That's true. So,
1: Greetings but. from the future. You okay, Daniel? <laughs> <laughs>
2: But yes, Merry Christmas. And now we have the severe and ultimately pleasurable pleasure of talking about my personal favorite Christmas movie, not just of the 80s, but of all time. Go! The Bill Murray, November 23rd, 1988 classic, Scrooged. IMDb 6.9. What the hell are they smoking? 66% audience. However, the audience... I mean, I'm sorry, 66%... Uh, don't point at that meta score. I don't give a shit about that. That's <laughs> insignificant. Uh, 66% critics, 72% audience. The
1: audience is coming through with a win here because they know how good this movie is. TV Guide says, Neither Scrooge nor Mer- Murray, who is in front and center throughout, is particularly funny.
2: This person obviously had their funny bones surgically removed and was born without one because I don't stop laughing when I watch this movie.
1: USA Today, Scrooge is so monumentally a mess... Even Rabbit Bill Murray fans, the want to stand in line despite critics and everyone bashing, will wonder what went so wrong.
2: I'm not even a Bill Murray fan per se, aside from Ghostbusters and this movie, but this movie is hilarious. San it's, Francisco, it's
1: heartwarming. Chronicle agrees with you. And same Boston, Chicago.
2: Yeah, see, the, the, the real cities, the good cities. <laughs> the
1: good cities. Not USA. Yeah,
2: not the US, but <laughs> no. some cities within the US know what's going on.
1: Or the Toronto. What do Canadians know anyway? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's not a good movie, eh? Why are they hating the Canadians? For real, I thought oh, they liked everything. Oh, you know, it's not that bad, eh? I mean, their heroes you know? are
2: Dudley fucking Do-Right and, <laughs> you know, Robin Sparkle, so who are they to judge?
1: If you're a Canadian listener, <laughs> write it's us at 80s It's all in good it. fun,
3: or, uh, you know, it's send it on to right the next now. moose
2: or the next uh, buzzard that flies south for the wind. I
3: don't know. So Jane Siskel do liked
1: it. We y'all still gotta watch that Canadian movie. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, but Rick Moranis, and what's yeah, his name? Yeah, yeah. I forgot the name of it. Soon. It's Canadian, so we don't Soon. see no. <laughs> Okay.
3: Now my feathers are ruffled. One of my favorite people are Canadian. Colin Mochrie. A lot of people. Shania Love Twain coming. is a Canadian.
2: A Canadian country western singer. She's okay. That's almost as ridiculous as an Australian country western singer. Such as? Keith Urban. Keith Urban. Yeah, Who's married to one of them. Most beautiful people on the planet, but that's neither here nor there. Unfortunately, not oh, it's here. There. It's there and not here. Unfortunately, <laughs> but anyway, 32 million estimated budget for this film opened at 13. Wow, really? Domestic gross was 60.3. It made its money back. It doubled its money, so it wasn't necessarily a failure. It won an Oscar. Uh, rentals. I got more rental information. 31.5 million in rentals, so right around 91 oh, plus nominated. million. Sorry, uh, the Oscar it was nominated for was best makeup. Uh, I'd agree with that. Uh, Saturn Award which is science fiction best actor best special effects yeah uh, BMI whatever the fuck that is one for music for Danny Elfman so body mass index (laughs) that's odd they give out music awards (laughs) you know not like best body in a movie or something like that it's all about music with the body mass index but uh, this was directed by probably the director whose dick we suck the most on this podcast. He's like the fifth movie we've done by him, uh, Richard Donner. Of course, *Lethal Weapon*, *The Goonies*. Uh, written by Mitch Glazer. Uh, he also he obviously loves Dick ends because he also wrote the Charles Dickens *Great oh! Expectations* version from 1998. Did you see what I did there? And Michael O'Donoghue, who was a writer for SNL, uh, contributed to the script. Starring the great, great. Peter Venkman as... I'm sorry, Bill Murray as <laughs> Francis Xavier Cross. Not Charles, Francis Xavier. Uh, why, they call
3: you, why do they keep calling me dick? I was in the movie. Sorry, no. I was just quoting a line. Give me this you. weird look, so apparently I can't do that. You can do whatever you want, Daniel. <laughs> this,
2: this is our show. It's not mine. It's not yours. It's <laughs> no, put it! No! No! YouTube people just... Got a thing that they could send us to jail with. Or maybe you. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't do anything. I'm not involved in this. Anyway. <laughs> of course, we'll As Frank Cross, Ghostbusters 1 and 2, Stripes, many other movies, Royal Tenenbaums, Bombs, Aquatic Life with Steve Jishu, and all sorts of great movies. Lost in Translation, et cetera, et cetera. Also starring a veteran of this podcast as well, Karen Allen as Claire. Of course, uh, Bender... Not, from a breakfast club would say it, Claire. It's mm-hmm. a fat girl's name. Uh, but of course, she was in Raiders of the Lost Ark and also the yet-to-be-done on the podcast but eventually will be John Carpenter classic, Daniel. I know that gives you chills oh, yeah. of dread. Uh, but it's a very good movie. And of course, you probably know yeah, whatever, Big Trouble in Little Tron is a good movie too, which it is, and you're wrong, but Starman with Jeff Bridges is very good and kind of makes me tear up every now and then. But also starring a lot, of, a lot of a lot of people, especially 80s, uh, high-profile people in this film. John Forsyth was uh, Lou Hayward, of Dynasty. course. That He dy-nastied. Uh John Glover was Bruce Bryce Cummings. He was in the sequel to last week's movie, Gremlins 2, which is the main thing I remember him from. He has a tel- as again, a television executive. Funny, strangely enough. Another veteran of the podcast.
0: Mom, go away! Was,
2: uh, of course, he was in Police Academy 2 through 4. That's pretty good. Thank you, thank <laughs> you. I appreciate that I can do one impression somewhat decently. Uh... David Johansson was the ghost of Christmas past. He was also in Kick-Ass and The Aviator. You can do a good Scott stat. Yeah, thank you. But I, I retired when I cut my hair. <laughs> I have to do visual and audio for that. Uh, Carol Kane, the ghost of Christmas present. She was also in The Princess Bride. And what else? Uh, Dog Day Afternoon with Pacino. But, of course, she was Billy Crystal's wife in The Princess Bride. So that's what I mainly remember her from, that and this. Uh, great... Uh, older actor Robert Mitchum was Preston of course he was in Cape Fear and Night of the Hunter and cameos by just a few of the people but Robert Bob Goulet Buddy Hackett John Hausman Lee Majors and last but certainly not least Mary Lou Retton so in my opinion for an 80s movie this is a great great cast uh, especially and Bill Murray you know uh, not that he can't carry a movie but he carries so much and he's mm-hmm. on his as a character he is on this entire movie. Uh, but anyway, let's see what you have to say, Daniel. Have, wonder, you, have you ever, ever seen this movie before?
3: No, I have not.
2: So, you're you, knowing your track record, you're probably like, okay, I'll give it a shot. Before you get into what you thought, did you finish it in one sitting? Yes. Okay. Your wife watched it with you? Yes. The whole time? Pretty aside much. Aside from the baby, maybe. Yeah. Okay. I'm a little hopeful for your opinion now.
3: No, I watched it in two sittings. Oh!
2: Burr, burr. Mm-hmm. So, Daniel, a true virgin viewing of Scrooged this holiday season. It is Christmas time, by the way. What did you think of my favorite you, Christmas movie?
3: You know what I'm going to think of this. It's like you... What do you think I'm going to think of it? I don't know. <laughs> now that you said that, I don't know. <laughs> I wish they did a little thing where you could see like the percentage of this movie that Bill Murray was in. It's got to be close to 90 or oh, more. Oh, at least.
2: Yeah. There's maybe like... Mm-hmm. Uh there's not very many shots except
3: brother, like when they're showing like yeah, the brother very scenes and, yeah.
2: very, very few. Well, oh, our waitress brought us some water. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh well no, I'm not kidding we got water brought to us, but it's not a waitress, it's Jesse. Waitress. We're at his house. But uh I mean you and most of the scenes anyway are like he'll he'll be in the scene but then out of it and they continue that like a scene with Bobcat Goldway getting his splash but water, but mm-hmm. Bill Murray's still necessarily in the scene, so I mean you're right. I mean, he's probably in over ninety percent of the of the movie. Like it's and, and like it. you,
3: um, like Bill Murray. I don't I haven't watched a lot of the stuff he's in, but he has. Vinkman's one of the best characters in, to me in comedy. Oh, definitely cinema, especially in the eighties. Uh, but I did not like this movie. <laughs> Whoa, really? Didn't care for it. I'm like, not a big fan of the whole Christmas Carol... Storing? Yeah. <laughs> it's, one of, it's classic. I, okay, that doesn't necessarily mean <laughs> that you should like everything that's classic. I'm not saying you should, but I mean, mm-hmm. it's fucking Dickens. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but, you just scared the Dickens out of me. Uh, I felt I liked the last half of it more when he starts like...
2: Like which, like at what point, like which ghost put it to you that way?
3: Like, I, I enjoyed whenever... Uh, what's her name? Carol Kane? Yeah, was, was starting to kick his ass, basically, mm-hmm. to get him get him on the right track. But first half, I just didn't care for it. I thought he was way too loud. I don't, I don't know. He just But you me. like Bobcat Goldway in Police <laughs> <Belize laughs> Academy?
2: Yeah. I don't, understand. I don't he know you anymore, He was in
3: you? 90% of the movie.
2: <laughs> and he, well, I mean, he was restrained in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't you
0: know,
3: was... but, I don't know. I, I, I would agree with the meta score thing. Although, oh, it's not wow. that low. <laughs> not that low. But...
1: You're gonna give it a three point eight. Jesus Christ, Danny. Well, don't
3: you? Don't you? Rather, don't you want some of that though? The fact that <laughs> the first one we did was the main one that we disagreed on, and it took what? How many episodes is this? What is the seventy three? Yeah, is the next one that where? Oh, no, y'all disagreed before. Not, not to this not extent. To this, I do oh, not you like really this movie. don't like it? Yeah, I'm not just, I will not watch this movie again. <laughs> Thanks for listening, To <laughs> visit everybody, I'm no. Kidding. We need to have that. <laughs> though. No. Welcome to the <laughs> we last to episode it. <laughs> of Major's <Asia Wizard. laughs> <laughs> Yes, definitely. I mean, not definitely. but me. <laughs> you just, know, and many okay, things... I mean, I hey, was, would you rather me not like this or not like Star Wars? Well, first of all, <laughs> <you> know, <laughs> it's impossible not to like Star Wars. If you don't like Star Wars, you're a hipster.
2: Like, yeah, it's so stupid. So, it's. But I mean, for real.
3: <laughs> just didn't care for it, I'm sorry. I pardon you. One thing that was kind of <laughs> a little bit, and it, it's weird that details like this aggravated me, but the copy that I got was in Dutch subtitles. You sure? Oh, that's why you didn't like it. That explains everything. So, like, I'm trying to, I'm watching the movie and I'm reading all the Dutch stuff. I'm and immersion things like that. <laughs> that's why I'm you bothered. didn't like it. It's not obvious. The point. That could be it. Because <laughs> I do like Bill Murray. That's, uh, actually, I don't have a problem with any of the actors and I just didn't care for it. I mean, but uh, I, I partially agree with your
2: analysis of uh, the story of Christmas Carol because if you if you had a list of every Christmas movie, a fit you know like a movie that is about Christmas made, probably forty five to fifty percent of them are versions of this story. Mm-hmm. I think it's that's pretty safe to yeah. say. So understand that, but let's be perfectly honest. The only two good versions of this story is this movie and Muppet Christmas Carol. So <laughs> let's just eliminate the other two hundred movies based on this story as well.
1: Uh, but I, I I'll. You got a higher rating, Muppet Christmas Carol.
2: that's because Hollywood sucks the Muppets. I felt would, little dicks because you know they make bad movies I would like and to they watch just that. like I you haven't watch seen that. Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh, 92 You it.
1: just missed it. Just missed it by two years. But it's good. Like it's. I
2: mean, it's Disney. I mean, all yeah. the Muppets are. But
3: I'm sorry, Trey. I still love you. I, I, did, I did. I know that doesn't
2: affect our relationship, Daniel. But I just when you I asked me like, sure I, I would have thought you would have liked this movie because of bill murray's personality and his his sarcasm yeah. his dry
3: wit again i liked him a lot better like the last half of the movie but
2: now i will say i will i will say and i'm not say, i'm not trying to lure you into some psychological combat to where i get you to watch this movie again but this is a movie that grows on me like like okay. when i first saw it it wasn't you know like oh that's funny let
3: me think of Watched one Watched it
2: again liked it a little more Watched you know and now it's just like I still it's this is one of those movies I laugh at or I find a little thing that Bill Murray does, like you know with his hand or like an expression he makes that I don't remember and it makes me laugh.
3: I I have a really really good one to me. It doesn't really have a a big connection. I didn't exactly love Dumb and Dumber the first time I watched it. Really? No, I just but it every time I'd watch it more and more. Pulp Fiction gets better every time I watch it more and more. Some movies are like
2: some movies are weird like that. Uh, To me. Again, like, the first time I saw this movie was like, oh, that was funny. Yeah. But then, it made me want to watch... Well, as, a, as a young youngster, it made me want to watch Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, at that age. Mm-hmm. But, as an adult now, this movie is just... no. This movie shows me, like, is an example to me of the comedic genius of Bill Murray. And his just... the he, He's one of those it, few it actors... It looks like he ad-libbed it all. Like, I mean, honestly, it there. seems like... It's, mm-hmm. Honestly, he's not playing Frank Cross. He's just Bill Murray. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that in a bad way, but that's just... He's so... a abra- He's... Brace, he's such an asshole. He is such a despicable asshole that in any other care, any other person in any other movie that's this much of a dick, he'd be a villain and you wouldn't like him, Mm -hmm. you know, like you'd hate him. But it's Bill Murray, he has that weird charm about being a jackass because he, you know, excuse me, man, did you drop this? And he steals her cab and flips her off. I mean, he's flipping off old ladies and sending his own brother a towel. (laughs) I mean, he's he's a jackass (laughs) and. uh, but he, the sad thing about it is he's, he's like, real, like, there are, you know there are people like that. Mm-hmm. Like that, you know, put a, a promo out like we opened this show with that, you know, a woman dies from watching it and like, yes, publicity, exactly what I wanted. Run it more, blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, I can understand you not liking it, you know, because, again, I didn't love it the first time I saw it.
3: Now, again, uh, this isn't Howard the Duck level for me.
2: Oh thank God! Because then we'd have a real not, problem. It's not
3: big trouble level for me.
2: Whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't bring, don't it's bring not, Jack. It's Burton not Jaws in it.
3: of Revenge level for me, but it's not. Again, I like Xanadu more than most people do because of one reason. And yeah, but let's and, be honest.
2: You could watch Xanadu on mute and handle your business.
3: Yeah, it's still like it. Yeah, it's still Xanadu. It's still mean, her.
2: But I mean, a still picture can do it for me just as much <laughs> no. as I having to spend an hour and a half watching no, it. No, not in this or, time Or life. an animated gif on my phone of there, her just you, walk, walk, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, just
3: YouTube on your phone. That you know that video, but slow motion. I wouldn't go watch this anytime soon again. That's all. Okay. Well,
2: okay. We're gonna have the '80s revisited Christmas challenge next year. I'm gonna give you the Blu-ray or either the DVD. Since I just got this on Blu-ray too, because I realized I didn't have it this year. Uh, just to watch it again just to see if there's if there's anything to the hypothesis not to tr- again I'm not going to make you watch Big Trouble or Howard the Duck again but I think you might like this if you saw it again uh, not, yeah. maybe maybe we'll so. see maybe. Uh, you you never know you might come back and it was worse the second time or you might God you were so right Trey as you normally are <laughs> blah 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 I'm just gonna, but uh, I, I, I honestly I think that you would not like it as much as you do now mm. it had to be the Dutch subtitles though I mean those fucking Dutch <laughs> Fucking Dutch, but anyway. So, have you, you mean, seen Scrooged, Jesse? I'm, I would assume that you probably yes. have. Yes. But what, what are your thoughts? Not, that, I'm not. I enjoyed not it as when as I watched it. you be a mediator, but, I mean, back.
1: but you're familiar with it, so you enjoyed yeah. it. There's scenes that really stick out in my head, like you know the burning coffin and stuff like oh, that. Oh yeah, and that and I was and the thing is
2: too that was him, Bill Murray doing that stunt, like when you. Yeah. It's clearly him with his feet on fire. Uh, but one thing I really like about this film too, aside from I think it's You know, it's it's Bill Murray being Bill Murray. I mean, which is entertaining in itself. And to me, he was never more funny than in this movie. Not saying he's not funny in Ghostbusters, but again, he's in seventy percent of Ghostbusters. I mean, he's the main character, but I mean, he's not. There's there's a lot of other things going on. Whereas in this movie, like we said, there's I mean, there's probably not a scene without him in it, except maybe the shot of his family when they're not there when he's not watching them. Uh. But it's well directed. It's like the the, uh, the past scenes have that nostalgic feel to it, and that damn gag where the ghost walks through the door, and then Bill Murray tries to walk through the door. Mm. That's like I, I, that gets me every time. Like I I roll laughing. I can't help it, even though I know it's coming. And the thing that a lot of, I think about a lot of younger people, or at least of course Bill Murray now because he's older, Bill Murray was very physical, especially mm-hmm. in this film, like where he does that pratfall, leaving the when he throws the water on the dude. And he's walking out, and he like slips, and then he uh-huh. wipes his foot, and
3: then he really falls. Remember when he jumps over in Ghostbusters? Yeah, yeah jumps over that had to be like hits intention- the door. Like, when he- yeah,
2: because it's like that was he could have died right there, mm. <laughs> which I think we mentioned on that episode as well, which was Halloween before last. Oh, it seems like so long ago. But yeah, needless to say, I love this movie. I watch it every Christmas. This is a movie I try to watch not watch until like closer to Christmas because of course it takes place on Christmas Eve, but it's. You know and it's such a good movie at the end, and uh, again, this released in '88. And I can't say for sure if I saw this in the theater, but I swear to God, I remember sitting in a the theater with the end credits with the audience singing along. Like, I don't know if that's just a, something I made up as a young kid in my mind. Maybe it was a dream, I, ha- I have no way to verify this, but it, I swear to God, it seems like I saw this. In, my parents took everybody to see it in the theater <laughs> or took me in to see it in the theater because I remember the audience singing just like you see at the end credits. Uh, so. That being said, you can't go wrong with Scrooged, in my opinion. However, if you like this guy over here, <laughs> you're not going to like it. But you're entitled to your opinions because that's what makes the world a fucked up place. Because nobody can just listen to the right opinion and do what's right. They all have to have their opinions on things and fuck up everything. Yeah, all their wrong opinions. <laughs> exactly. What is an opinion anyway? It's just another word for wrong.
3: What, hey, what happens if everybody had your opinion on your wife? She wouldn't be married to you because you weren't one of the first people to meet well, her.
2: that—that's a loaded question. Simply Ooh. because no, <laughs> no, because see, if everybody had that opinion, I would. uh Everybody would have my same opinion, like that. That—that that is a, an attractive person. But then again, no, I don't. know I mean, I, I, I in know what that sense, like, no. But, um, but then, like, hey, wait, Kate Beckinsale is also very attractive. Like there, there would, put, somebody would have snatched
1: her up a lot earlier. Yeah, that's true. When, but when you, you th- came but there'd still wrong. be but somebody t- out there for but me, but, like yeah Gates. Trey wouldn't be oblivious to it. Yeah, there's a Tim Minchin song that's called uh, "If I Didn't Have You," and the words go, "If I didn't have you, someone else would do." <laughs> you know, he <laughs> talks about like probability of yeah. meeting somebody yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. like. It's very funny.
3: Well, I mean, and not, and that's the only a, really bad thing though in that case is what if you knew about it? Like you, you know. Wait, this, everybody has my opinion. No, no, no. Hmm. You knew this chick, this, this wonderful wife that you have. But you still had all the memories of it, but it like time re- rewinded. Oh, Like butterfly effect. Yeah, and then somebody else grabbed her, and she had no clue of who you were. But you had still had the memories of her. Uh,
2: it'd be tough, but <laughs> <laughs> I'd just go to Los Angeles. You and, know, your and wife doesn't Kate listen Beck to this too. podcast. <laughs> yeah, we talk. I mean, me and my wife, we have a passive aggressive relationship. <laughs> I mean, but it's all in good fun. Like you know, I mean, we talk about how we're gonna beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, like. Like, that's aggressive. Okay, like perfect example. <laughs> yeah, that's the aggressive part. But you no, know, it'll be Snyder remarks. Like yeah. you know, like for example, yesterday Trader Joe's over here in Baton Rouge. Sorry, my friends who work at Whole Foods who ha- play or hate on Trader Joe's, but um, they have these soy rice chips that are gluten free. They're great when you're on a gluten free diet. They're delicious. They're low calorie. They're nutritious for you. So. My entire existence or reason for liking Trader Joe's is because they they are the only place that sell these. They're delicious. That's it's what I was eating in the car that when we came to do the podcast it, a few weeks
3: ago. It's like whatever store is selling the, of uh, Vene- the white fudge Oreos, which no <laughs> fucking store I, this I mean, year have had them. I'm have gonna, you found them? If there's somewhere like in St. Francisville that sells them, that's where I'm going to grocery shop from now on. <laughs>
1: I have been to that three shit. Walmarts. I drive all, all over the place. I'll, look, I'll keep an eye out. I mm.
3: have not found them That's, anywhere this so year. It's so aggravating. It pisses me off. Like, like not even bit. an
2: empty display just to know that at least they were here. That <laughs> they
1: still exist. I was just at a Kroger two days ago. I should have checked there because I got a lot of stuff.
2: I don't... In Alexandria. I think they're gone. I mean, I hate to say it or, or people know or they know, or people know like these are fucking good. I'm, gonna have I'm to, just buying them I'm
3: going to have to look online. Amazon. I gotta order cookies online. Go to on awesomepods.com <laughs> and
1: click on the Amazon link and order your Oreo then search cookies. Search White Get Fudge. My damn
3: Oreo cookies.
2: Or at least the damn Oreo creams, you know, where it's half the Oreo it's and not, covered. it's covered. I don't know. If they just put the fucking white chocolate on it, well, that's at least something. Jesse's actually looking for the White Fudge Oreo cookies. Oh, look. And gro- wait, oh yeah, Amazon Grocery. Well, that shit drone delivered. Limited yeah. edition. 10, 20 fucking, oh, two bucks for 20 bucks? Two boxes?
1: That's not...
3: Come on. Well, pack of four boxes here. Four
2: boxes for 30?
3: Man, no, that one's one's making me think. That one's prime, too. I can get that shit by... Let's see, wait, today's... Only seven left. What? What?
2: (laughs) Okay, but the one thing is I don't necessarily trust getting food like that from the internet.
1: (laughs) It's Oreos, I mean... I don't know. (laughs) Instead of shipping it through a truck to your grocery store, you're shipping it straight to your house. Wait, gingerbread flavor cream Oreos? Why you like
2: gingerbread? I love fucking gingerbread. Oh, well, there you go.
3: Ooh.
2: Gingerbread cream. <laughs> <laughs> like I love all the description in the thing. Limited
3: edition, great Is for it, holiday parties. Approximately 30 cookies each. Yummy gingerbread cookies without go, the bacon. Go back to the, the white fudge and see if it's still, what, 16 maybe? What? Oh, how per many case? were in? Yeah. It's. Go, back point. it up one more time. Yeah, because they're, they're packaged. And see if the $30 one does. I want to see this. Yeah, go to go to the the one. The yeah, uh huh. That's a pack of four. That's seven dollars a pack. That's not bad. That's double. <laughs> but you know what? Pack of Wait, four. Wait, Eight point five. Look m- who it's
2: sold by. Not just wigs. That, your throat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just talking about these Oreos. <laughs> I mean,
1: not just wigs. That, well, that means they don't, that, don't want sell wigs. I know, but or it's like wigs. is that I four, sell
2: a lot of wigs. Is but that but I also sell Oreo cookies?
3: Th- Wait, go to the customer review. There is one. <laughs> well, one I never star. got my fucking cookies. Why is it so expensive?
1: <laughs> Why are they $50? I
3: only wanted to have something to wash away my sorrows in. This was perfect, Why but are they you ruined $50? it. Why are they $50? Who has that kind of money? I'm very sad. I'll never have white fudge Oreos.
1: Did y'all read the reviews on that, that uh, 4K TV that's out? No, I, don't, I know it's what like you're 30, talking about. I didn't, the, yeah, yeah. I didn't read the reviews. <laughs> They're pretty, some pretty funny ones. Anyway, that's okay. What were we
2: talking about before we mentioned the white fudge Oreos?
1: Gingerbread Oreos <laughs> and all that. Nah. <laughs> the Trader Joe's. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But passive yeah, aggressiveness. Right. Anyway. Pack of six for thirty-four.
2: Mm, we're getting a little better. Yeah, right, we're getting a little better. <sighs> but I mean, see, look, that's the ones that I've seen the past few years. That oh wait, pack of six box. right there
1: for twenty-nine. Those are
3: limited edition. That's they put <laughs> extra glaze or some shit on it, probably. Come on. <laughs> look all at right. the picture of that one. <laughs> it looks old. <laughs> like three he years was, ago, it was just too. He was just too old. <laughs> you know what I'm doing? I'm,
2: I'm sure I've heard it, but I don't know. I can't pull it out of the air right now.
3: It was just too long. It was too far. He was just too old.
1: I don't know. Wow, there's some white fudge Still out of stock online. Ah! Three dollars. I, I hate life. <laughs> Excuse me. White but, fudge Oreo. If any
2: listeners out there Go to have access to white fudge Oreos, we will pay top dollar.
3: Target's top dollar. Ladies, Trader Joe's. Two years ago, when when my my dad actually found it and bought five packs for me, it was at Target, I believe. Hot damn!
2: Anyway, Trader Joe's and passive aggressiveness. Uh, So anyway, like the only the the only reason that I care about Trader Joe's is because of these chips. They are delicious. In fact, when I check out, I'll get like four bags, and the the cashier will be like, "Oh, I haven't tried these yet, but those look like they're delicious." They're the only reason I come here. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, so my wife goes to all the <laughs> grocery shopping.
1: <laughs> get this food porn off the screen. I show the YouTube listeners. Why can't they have the fucking have food porn? No, w- w- the you double know what stuff. I need to
3: do is get some freaking white fudge.
2: Um, Your wife could do that. She's yeah. very kitchen oriented. No, but we even have that. What do you call it?
3: Damn thing. Fondue pot? Yeah. Bam. Exactly. You can fondue some Oreos. I'm going to fondue that shit and then sell it. <laughs> you, you're going to make your own. I'm going to sell it on a street corner and make... You call can it, make some money, I'm sure. Call it Dan Oreos or something. dan, o- <laughs> dan o- rose
1: Maybe You should join the Facebook page.
2: <laughs> the most amazing Oreo cookies ever created. They're only available on Christmas time. It's so depressing. Make sure to get some. They are awesome. All right, I'm 2700. sorry. 2,700. Yeah, my rant like, is let me, let me just wrap it up real quick so we can <laughs> get the story's taken. Right, so anyway, okay. she gets all the groceries. Her Every... The past three times she's gone to Trader Joe's, despite me telling her and her knowing full damn well that I love these crackers, does not get them. In fact, she texted me the day before she went this week and said, I would you also- want some crackers? I'm like, yes. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. The- I took her to lunch the day she went to Trader Joe's, before she went. You know, hey, let's, I'll get you lunch, you know, then you can go to your shopping, you know. I'm not an asshole. I'm like, and don't forget my fucking cookies. But, you know, you know, go shopping at Trader Joe's. Get your stuff, wink, wink. Bitch comes home, not a damn bag of them cookies, I uh, cookie I
3: crackers. See now, you polluted my brain. I wouldn't have gave her that D, <laughs> <laughs> at least for a week.
2: Whoa, wait, what's this mammoth box? I've never seen him in a box like that. That's it's a three Sam's, pack.
1: Sam's Club.
3: <gasps> wait, really? Mm-hmm. My dad has a. I have yeah. a Sam's Club card. I have one too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I got excited. <laughs> Number, there's hope <laughs> just there's left hope. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway so like but ever since then i've passed I've, every chance i get i tell her wait they found them they don't say if yes. it's we in found stock three
1: sam's club
3: pass proof.
2: Yeah, it doesn't say that it's in stock
1: though it's just saying they found them within 50 miles yeah but fine in a sam's club i guess make this my club what an interesting podcast
3: unavailable online Oh, you yeah. have to go
1: there but you have to go there <laughs> but anyway so I haven't <laughs> let up on her at all
2: about you know anytime I can squeeze in like a cracker reference or a, anything about it it's like you no know, don't forget you know don't forget you know hand me a condom like you forgot to get my damn Trader Joe's crackers <laughs> or something like that <laughs> just call it Cracker <laughs> yeah so
1: cracker. what's
3: that song that's that, a relationship what was so that song fine. that Uncle Cracker sang
2: follow me yeah
3: yeah that one you can make some type of parody of that song, oh, but she,
2: my <laughs> wife hates it. Like me and Perry both like drive drive our wives up a wall because we we make fake songs about things like oh you know oh we driving. I'm trying to think of one offhand and I can't because I'm not in the moment. But you know we're listening to some some song comes on the radio and like she forgot my crackers. So it's like uh, what song? Uh, I'm thinking of a Christmas song uh on the first day of Christmas my true love forgot to get my favorite trader Joe's crackers. And then nice. I'll, I'll keep Chap- I'll keep tubes. adding. Yeah. Two packs, I'll just, I'll be annoying, just two packs of my favorite Trader Joe's crackers, <laughs> and all the way to 12, or whatever, you know. Wow. Very, and we're both like that. I mean, that's just our personality. I mean, I love my wife to death. That's some but, dedication. But we're very, you know. To a parody. We, we like to jab at each other. That's just our, that's just how we are. I know some relationships are not like that, but that's hard. So it's cool. You know, Hugh Jackman comes on the screen, and she's like, oh! But then, you know, it pans over, and there's, you know, uh, Nicole Kidman or whoever, and it's like, I'm like, ooh. And, you know, and it's all cool <laughs> ooh. Ooh, ooh! In fact, before I left, because you know, going to come do the podcast, I was like, "Hey, baby, you want to, you know, bring you some movies in the living room?" Because she's doing some work at home for you to listen to, for her to listen to while she does the work. She's like, "Yeah, find me, bring me some movies with some you know, some jokingly like bring me some movies with attractive people in it." I'm like, "No problem." I need some hot. Tail. I walk to my room. I grab Underworld Is, one and two. Was that really her request? And
1: set it down. Yeah, I want some attractive people. Like
2: See, that. but she said that because she knew that. That's funny. She knew that I would know that she wants. She she loves Star Trek in the Darkness because she's in lo- she thinks Spock's hot, which you know that's fine. But he's gay, so too bad you sure. will never have him wife. So yeah. you're stuck with me. I guess you have to deal with that. <laughs> anyway, I'm like, yeah, cool, yeah. That's I'm like, you know, she says, yeah, because it's got Spock in it. I'm like, yeah, no, and it's got that hot blonde in it. So I'll grab that one for you. But then I come back with Kate Beckinsale movies. You know, like here you go. Mm-hmm. You wanted one with an attractive person in it. There you go. Yeah, yeah that's just us. <laughs> Please do not send any of your relationship stuff to 80 Visit at gmail dot because
1: we're Unless a movies podcast and we're. Unless it's '80s what, related, wait, yeah, I guess. <laughs>
2: Did you have a, a bad breakup in the '80s. We yeah. want to hear about it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but back to the movie. '80s movies caused the breakup, <laughs> yeah. or we want to know. Hopefully, it wasn't or big you trouble in China. The set or of an '80s movie, <laughs> even better. Yeah, I like it.
2: But uh, some real quick fun facts about Scrooge, my favorite Christmas movie, and oh, one right, that we're Dana will soon like. It's about Scrooge. Forgot oh about. yeah, the Oreo oh, thing. Oh, it's about just, Oreos and well, it's Christmas related. Attractive people, it's good. Uh, when the Ghost Christmas Present grabbed Bill Murray's lip, she actually tore his lip so badly that it stopped shooting for two days for that to heal. Like, when she grabbed his lip, mm-hmm. she actually really hurt him. So, uh, uh, this is pretty... There's, it's a Richard Donner film, so there's, there are some Oreos on the screen still.
1: Oh, God. All right, go uh, on. It
2: looks like my bite mark. i, I got to hold this in front because it's making me hungry. I'm literally salivating, thinking of the deliciousness of... <laughs> Uh, fudge, like my fudge technique that have too. been in your refrigerator so you, you don't know, get you parched from caulking.
1: you know? that's that's my technique I need water
2: <laughs> but anyway uh, the question that they're playing in Trivial Pursuit is what's the name of the boat on
3: Gilligan's Island it's Richard this. Donner you can uh, go ahead she asked me that during when we were watching it my wife's like do you know that Dan? Uh, I did and it is SS Minnow.
2: Eh. now nah, I'm right, of course, duh. Yeah. But uh, Richard Donner was actually, of course he's an old dude, but he was actually, he directed episodes of Gilligan's Island. Oh, wow. So I didn't realize he went that, back that far. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You also notice a lot of free South, this is culturally cultural, culturally, relevant right now because of the loss of Nelson Mandela. Uh, but uh, you'll see several free South Africa posters in the movie because, of course, apartheid was still a big thing around this time. Uh, you also see him in Lethal Weapon too. It's a big cause that Richard Donner has. Go on. <laughs> I just want to eat your computer screen. <laughs> or lick it. Uh, uh
1: so
2: funny. The Ghost of Christmas Presents Cab belongs to the Bell Cab Company. Jesse, as you should know, because your wife is actually starring in a production of A Christmas Carol right now. Right and she's now. actually playing the character of Bell. Yeah. Which is Ebenezer Scrooge's first love. Do they have that in this one? Nope. No. The cab company is just a reference, is a, a reference right. to the story. Ah. Uh. Uh, uh, the movie was the second ghost comedy movie that Bill Murray starred in. Uh, of course, he was, was, this film was, oh, the first being Ghostbusters, I should say, four years earlier. But this film was marketed with the following catchphrase, Bill Murray is back among the ghosts, only this time it's three against one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Paying homage to Ghostbusters. like, yeah, obviously if you like Ghostbusters a lot, you'll obviously like this movie because it's like
3: the same they thing. They had to use that in order to sell this movie? It tells you how bad of a movie it Bill is. Murray probably actually <laughs> wanted to do that. It says here now, just now, <laughs> appeared. It just appeared. To say that.
1: It's like Back to the so Future. you don't like Richard Donner. Type. I mean,
2: Bill Murray. <laughs> <laughs> Richard Donner directed this uh, between the two Lethal Weapon, the first two Lethal Weapon movies. He did Lethal Weapon 1, another Christmas movie. Then he did this, another Christmas
3: movie. I don't it's remember like on Lethal the Weapon 2 took place. There's something on this paper here that only elves can read. Mm-hmm. And that's what, you, you just, you were an elf, you didn't tell me, so that's why it just popped up on the yeah. thing for you I like spoke that. friend and it appeared, or I held <laughs> it up to the, the glow of the Oreo
2: Bella And it appeared But yeah, so he did Lethal Weapon 1, Scrooged, then Lethal Weapon 2 I guess he needed a little, you know, break in that violent sandwich mm. <laughs> The Lethal Weapons are both very hilarious uh, At the end of the movie, when everybody's singing, you know, Put a Little Loving Heart A very great scene, I think it's a really uh, memorable scene, and a great song uh, but he says the first thing he says is "Feed me, Seymour, feed me," which is obviously a reference to. I've heard of that, but Little Shop of
3: Horrors, mm-hmm. which Bill Murray oh, had a role in, never watched it. So, wow! But I've heard that's somebody go. It may. It was probably a reference. That yeah, I mean, I it's thought, a, That's yeah. the, if feed somebody me, quotes Seymour. Little Shop of Horrors, they're yeah.
2: pretty much probably quote you, saying mm-hmm. that line, unless one I of didn't Steve do Martin. No, now? I know. No,
3: I didn't. know who we need to. Who I are. heard do it was Wayne Brady on whose line. I remember him saying that on one of the episodes. That's what it's from. <laughs> no, I knew it was a parody of something, but yeah. I just didn't know what it was from. It's a great film. We will get to it,
2: along with all the other ones we need to get to in this decade that were. It's a musical. I mean, we've only done 73 <laughs> so far, or technically one 72 because we've got a highlight episode. So we still got a ways to go in our journey through the decade that, that made that. us who we are today. But yeah, that's all the kind of the trivia behind the scenes stuff on Scrooge. Not, not too much terribly interesting, unfortunately, or. Cool, but... I uh, have more but, to
1: say about Oreos than Scrooge. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry, people out there who also love the movie, but... but that's Christmas-related, at least. Yeah, so
2: they're probably... Honestly, people out there are like, Yeah, yeah, I love watching Scrooge eating white chocolate Oreos, white fudge Oreos, and I haven't had any. I can't find any. Yeah. I should... Oh, wait, I just found some. I should send boxes to 80 revisited at gmail.com. Not, you know, with requesting our address for you to then send them, because you can't... Yeah. You know, when this isn't the future <laughs> where you can... Send 3D it
1: to print us. them out. Oh, that I wish. <laughs> One day. We're getting there. Edible but, 3D uh, prints.
2: Before we get to Daniel's thing, I'm gonna do mine first because it's another special thing. Uh Scrooge from here, November twenty third, nineteen eighty eight, the day after Scrooge came out. The day after the best Christmas movie ever was released at theaters was your brother
3: born? No. Mm. Oh, wait, when was he born? No, I- I'm just wondering oh. if this was it, but your brother was in, like, 85 or 86. He was yeah. uh, mm-hmm. the, the day after it was released, November
2: 24th, 1988, a day that will live in cult infamy, it's Mystery my Science Theater thing. 3000 has its very first episode, mm-hmm. which would go on to be for a very long time and now lives on in the form of riff tracks. So,
1: 1988, November 23rd, 24th was a great time. Oh, 23rd, okay. I was going to say, 24th is... Melissa's birthday. Oh well, 1988.
2: Yeah. What was that her, the year? No, she, no. Can't. she oh, was in '84. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Not that young. Well, four Man. years on her birthday. <laughs> like no, the <laughs> day she turned four, Mystery Science Theater premiered. So that's a good thing to tie into your birthday. Yep.
3: There you go. But now it's time for <laughs> video game reset. This was another one where, what anything good really on it, mm-hmm. and. Uh, the thing again that I, a lot of the sports one, um, the little history orb thing that I go to historyorb.com uh, plug. Yeah, <laughs> has some sports ones that are just like mm, like, I don't like whatever. It. Yeah, like I don't care who won. Like uh, today uh, in rowing. <laughs> 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 but uh, went to the decided to go with the uh, video game version because in November I don't know the exact day um, Nintendo released. A system it was called the action set it came with a n- nintendo this is in america released mm-hmm. in america two game controllers and nes zapper mm-hmm. the orange du- one or the solid dual, gray one don't know and a dual game came uh, came a dual <laughs> uh, game uh. pack of duck hunt and mario brothers if it was I that one it was probably the orange one the shit out of that game which one Duck the, Hunt Mario Brother one. Yeah just either one. I played it so much that my dad took away the gun and hit it <laughs> and I never played it again. Oh wow. That's sad. Yes. It was very sad. I always. I love that game. Duck Hunt was. Uh, I even like skeet shooting. I, I probably threw it away. Oh. Damn. Because
2: like I always wanted to have an extra zapper gun to where I could cut the cord off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ka ka-ching, ka-ching, ka-ching. Did y'all just have like that? Just like Captain N. Did my you? first NES was not the action set, but the one that came after with the power pad.
3: Now, we didn't have the action set. We had one before, so he, he bought the Zapper and stuff. Oh, separately? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't have that general console, but I did have Duck, I had Mario Brothers in his own cartridge and Duck Hunt in his own cartridge.
2: Yeah, my friends all had that before me, but then I showed
3: them up when I got the power pad. Oh, yeah. And that triple cartridge. The the old school... It was so fun back back in the day. You got to play these old games... like. Well, you had a uh, arcade cabinet. machine. Yeah, Why do you okay. need a
2: fucking Nintendo? Hey, Dad, they got they got Donkey Kong for Nintendo.
3: <laughs> no, but that came later though. <laughs> yeah. That was like in the mid '90s when when he bought that. Uh, he had a, he had two pinball machines too. He had a pinball wizard. Jesus. Okay. <laughs>
1: just imagine if that like that's what caught on the game cabinets. Yeah. Like yeah. The, they never even thought to put it on the TV. console. Just so like, everyone has like, one house. or two. It's like, hey, let's go to his house. He has Street Fighter. <laughs> wow. I a pool
3: table. It's like $2,000 just to get into a game. Foosball table. And got rid of every single bit of it. I had an NES. never played it. So there you go. <laughs> but I did have the
2: G.I. Joe aircraft carrier. So in your face. Oh, did you? Damn. Fucking A. My like little huge. brother has yeah. the,
3: uh, like a a badass replica of the Millennium Falcon. It's like this big. What? Yes. It costs about... Where is it at in his house? <laughs> Where does he live? the living room. Uh, oh, but it's about three hundred and something dollars. I mean, so he would notice if it went me. missing. Yes. What happened to the aircraft carrier? Like
2: again, that was one of those things along with like my He-Man castles and all Just that shit. That when we moved, it randomly disappeared. And I can't remember if I told the story before. It's a Christmas story. I got it for Christmas one year. Uh-huh. I got the aircraft carrier and like a jet to go on it, and the Cobra like boat that could drop depth charges. I forget the name
1: of it. Have you seen that aircraft carrier before? Go to. Yeah. Uh, I saw I saw it on uh. Comic, comic book men. man like yeah. when I
2: saw it on there I, I, that's when it rem- I, I was like god that thing crying? was huge it was, it was as big as Whoa. I remembered it it's humongous it's like 8 feet no, by I 3 haven't. feet or something I like watched. this that's part awesome. could, would go up you could store vehicles in it it was amazing good lord uh, that's the exact jet I had wow I love the fucking box art from the old G.I. Joe stuff with yeah. the big drawing. I like, how like how this hang that you from wall I love
3: how you can <laughs> tell the 80's just by clothes by the clothing and stuff yeah. That's an 80s picture the right style. there. Yeah.
2: I did not have the helicopter though. Not that one. But Man, actually that's, that's the boat I had too. A, that's a
3: Christmas toy dream right there.
2: <laughs> I was good that year, bro. That's humongous. Mm-hmm. No, but uh I, I never had the hover I always wanted the G.I. Joe hovercraft because it actually mm. you had to pu- it actually ran with air in it, like a hovercraft. <laughs> mm. <laughs> always wanted, never had it. But uh like uh I think it, the only like I mentioned, the only NES I had was eventually eventually the uh the triple pack, whatever, but the power pad because uh, we always our babysitters would always bring over their NES to play like that's how I got my NES fixed so to speak then uh, but I had a shit ton of playset type stuff They other the Voltron one, like we're looking at you know, the had then.
1: this is a good topic for Christmas oh yeah 10, Ten most-, most
2: desirable action figure playsets of the 80s sorry to cut you off Justin. Yeah, yeah yeah
1: that's where I was going
2: <laughs> uh, but they had the Voltron Castle the Lions which I didn't have Justin uh, I think had he at least had the Lions for sure I had the Lions and I had to rebuy them recently the Ghostbusters Firehouse I had the Egon figure, because that was based on the cartoon, not the uh, live action. Oh, the best, this is the greatest one ever, Castle Grayskull. I have two of them now. <laughs> not the original one that I had, unfortunately, but I had Grayskull, I had uh, Snake Mountain. If you did not have that in the 80s, and were born in, around me, not, y'all are excused, because y'all are younger than me. 82? You didn't. I'll give you a pass. Did you have it? No. Okay, then you don't suck, but anybody else that didn't have it, <laughs> suck. Uh, of course, the uh, Thundercat. Uh, oh, not Snake Mountain? Slayer. I, I didn't have
1: it because I was poor. <laughs> I didn't have anything.
2: <laughs>
3: you were kind of poor. The,
2: now this this was the god among playsets, the He-Man Eternia playset. As long and flat as the aircraft carrier was, this was tall. I mean, not mm-hmm. six feet tall, but I mean it was to a uh, eight year old. This thing was ginormous. Had a working uh, tram car that would go around. You know, almost like a Hot Wheels Why track. I mean, really? no more just
1: go around it. This they was, always like. Lego had a uh, the monorail system thing, because mm-hmm. I always wanted that. <laughs> but, once again,
2: poor. Didn't have the Star Wars... The only Star Wars figures I had from the movie, because, of course, I was born after the first movie and a lot of that started, I did have a Vader and an Obi-Wan. I didn't have a lot of, like, the actual playset stuff, because that was big around the, when the movies came I mean, out. I'm of talking. course, uh, by the time 83 rolled around, I mean, I was three, I was playing with stuff, but, again, you didn't give a kid a Star Wars action figure... A three-year-old that's still putting stuff in his mouth or whatever you know wasn't exactly stuff to play with uh as i got a little older i did get like some not hand-me-downs but other people like i would trade some ninja turtles for a atat or something like that but that was a little before me unfortunately mm-hmm. but gi joe like the uh teradrome uh i didn't have the teradrome on the aircraft carrier. my friend had that and he would he would have to come over to my house so that he could bring the teradrome because i couldn't transport the aircraft carrier the aircraft carrier wow. sat in my room that eventually came to my brother's room because he wasn't born at this time and life was great. I'm just kidding. <laughs> i am jokingly say that because I had a game. I had, in our, we had two bedrooms. Yeah. And one was my bedroom, but the other one was basically my playroom. Room,
1: playroom and Melissa had the same thing before her sibling showed up. <laughs> had two
2: sawhorses with a piece of plywood, aircraft carrier sitting on top, dead middle of the room. Um, nice.
3: $45. The, the Terror Drone, uh, if you, anybody ever played Halo 4, uh, our, well, our good was a friend technodrum. Jesse. Oh, it was, oh, the Technodrome. Oh, Mine oh, okay. was the Technodrome. Yeah. I did, oh, not sorry. I make the Terradrome. I could have. Similar in shape. <laughs> just the the
2: Technodrome actually had tank treads, wheels, and a giant eyeball on top. Yeah. And it was like a golf ball. I fucked
3: up. It's cool. That's okay. We never
1: played it though. That
3: map. Yeah, I, I played on it. I mean, I I saw it with you, but around, never dude. did. Yeah, our land days are done. Death Star <laughs> station. I didn't have that one.
2: Yeah. Didn't have the GI Joe space shuttle. That was kind of later on. I think, in the G.I. Joe, when I was not, not I graduating, but moving on to <laughs> like Ninja Turtles and stuff. The USS Flag at $109. Wow. And here, just so you know, the biggest and baddest toy playset to demand. If you had this, you were a god and should be worshipped and have hordes of hot women. I got one hot woman. I'm waiting for the rest of the horde to arrive, so anytime you want to show up, I'd appreciate it. And now we're checking eBay to see the current going value, because so I definitely will be interested in that. 400 bucks. <laughs> Near complete. Not even complete. Wow. And look, the pieces, like if you're missing the pieces, like uh, every you uh, can re, you can rebuild it. Probably be over But bucks. yeah, I had that. I'm proud to say, oh, I'm wow. sad to say pieces? I don't have it now. Which, in yeah, fact, yeah. for my birthday this 450. year. 450. My birthday's in January. For th- my birthday this year, I've always hassle my mom about how, what'd you do with my He-Man figures? Blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, more so just joking with her. But for my birthday this year, she got me a Snake Mountain, I mean, uh, I'm sorry, a uh, Castle Grayskull filled with figures. Mm. As like, you know, she got off eBay, but it was a thought that counts that she rebought them for me. So I did
1: appreciate the sentimentality There's of the, her gift. And that's our, why I have two Grayskulls now. Complete set, thirteen fifty. Buy it now. Free shipping. <laughs> <laughs> 14 watchers on that. Crazy. Yeah, I
2: think like in comic when they were saying the value of it was around, I think around that, like complete... Yeah. And everything, but wow. That is wild. So it's increased 10 times in value over the past 30 years. Just imagine if you still had it. Yeah, nice. It wouldn't be complete. It wouldn't be in good shape. Yeah. I promise you that. You yeah. would keep it anyway. Though. No, I yeah. wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, honestly, the thing I miss tray, most about like the stuff I quadru- used to have were the GI Joe vehicles, because those things were badass. Mm. They were detailed and everything. In fact, one of my friends, he had a lot of the, the flying vehicles. He loved airplanes but he actually had him hanging from it like his dad had things to where and he was not playing with them. he would have him hanging so he had like <laughs> fighter, G.I. Joe fighter yeah. battles hanging in his room we want to play with him he, mom would come take him down and we'd play with him but all the G.I. Joe stuff uh, uh, of course I, I passed through the toy aisles today I mean I used to collect toys kind of when they first became a collectible in the modern area era like with McFarlane the Spawn figures and when the Star Wars figures came back out that right. was a huge deal among collectors and fans, of course, uh, got out of that real quick because, eh, you know, I, I want to open this shit up and play with it, you know, <laughs> even at this age. That's why I look so much forward to when I have a son, like when he's old enough, you know, ages five and up. I just got to wait till you hit five. Give you this place. Yeah, I can bequeath this Castle Grayskull to my child. <laughs> and if it's a girl, I'm sorry, but she's going to be playing Barbies with Castle Grayskull.
3: she like that. Damn. Girl, better. I don't know. No, she will. Don't. <laughs>
2: It's gonna like so. what you like. I think so. Oh, I would hope so. But anyway, hope you enjoy that little nostalgic sidetrack along with Oreos and play sets of <laughs> that day. <laughs> Pass. You could just have that be in the back of the future. Episode. Oh yeah, for real. But I do have one real quick. Uh, recently, Daniel, I let you borrow a couple of modern movies that you had never seen. One being Sunshine, one of my favorite movies of all time, and also Pacific
3: Rim. So, real quick, uh, what do you think of Pacific Rim? Uh, it's good. It, it's a great eye candy. Uh, some of the acting I didn't care for. Anybody in particular? I'm, I'm curious because I'm... It's not, not really... It's kind of really the look. I didn't like the look of the main guy. I liked Idris Elba. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't kid. watch Sons of Anarchy. That's where he's from. and uh, I, didn't, I don't really know much about him. I've never watched it either. I uh, don't know much about the... the Agent chick? Yeah.
2: I thought she was great. She was okay, I mean, like I mean, For her role, yeah. I mean, you know, what she had to do. I mean, it wasn't but like a demanding role.
3: Good eye candy. I thought I would have saw more of the destruction yeah. of the... What do they call it again? Jaegers? No. Kaiju? Oh, uh, Kaiju. Kaiju, good job. Um, I knew it too. <laughs> I thought, you know, I w- there was a shot in the trailer where it shows like when it hit San Francisco. Yeah. And then you see it, when you watch in the movies, like the first shot they show of the yeah. whole thing, so um, I thought, I was expecting a little more, but
2: I enjoyed it. Yeah, and I know you mm-hmm. saw, you've seen both of those, Jesse, so no spoilers for you. Yeah. So if you haven't seen either of these movies, there will be spoilers, just FYI, but... uh. I agree. I mean, I thought I love Pacific Rim. I think it was it starts strong and then it kind of drops with the sunshine, the human elephant, and then goes back up in the end. Exactly.
3: Sunshine was awesome. Good. Yeah, that was my it, next question. It's like, uh, like just every section of it, I, I, it. Every little section of it was was really good. Um, the characters, I really That's, enjoyed th- that. <laughs> that just it's it was
2: the f- I think I've, I think I've told the story before, so I apologize. If you've heard it before. But when I saw Sunshine, I went and saw. I knew it was. It, it wasn't a huge theatrical thing. It wasn't it like playing for ten weeks or anything.
3: Yeah, it was a box office kind
2: of. You failed. I haven't looked up any of that, but I know it wasn't like a smash because there's no Sunshine too or anything. But anyway, uh, I've always liked Danny Boyle going back to Twenty Eight Days Later and uh, Train Spotting. Uh, so I was like, oh, his science fiction movies playing. It's, it's, it was a Thursday. Some other movies were starting Friday. T- domestic total gross thir- three point six million. That is a crying fucking
3: shame that a movie this good doesn't make decent. that. Where you, Oh, 32. Okay, 32, so. It opened, well, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. Well, well, look, was, also, why
2: also widest release 461 theaters? Yeah. That's like mm-hmm. a less than mm-hmm. a fifth of what most movies open yeah. up these days. Oh, which is shocking. I mean, Danny, well, of course, I mean, 28 Days Later was a big success. Trainspotting was a cult hit at that time. But, when uh, and saw it. Went and saw it because I, I knew it would be the last time i get to see it in a theater and I wanted to catch it. And again, this is before Netflix, I mean, well, Netflix might have been around, but I mean, they didn't have current stuff on Netflix.
3: Yeah, in 2007, it was 194th in terms of the rank of boxing. Wow. That's, yeah, it was a flop. But, uh I was that was the, the only part about that movie was a flop to yeah, me. I'm glad you,
2: mm-hmm. I'm glad you approve. <laughs> but uh, I was the only person in the theater. I get out of the theater and like, if, you, if you've seen this movie, it's, to me, it was a transcendental movie. Like, it was, it's, there's there's movies that you see in your life that just, they strike the guitar chords of your of your heart your heartstrings, whatever mm-hmm. this movie was plucking them like the end the music we're listening to now which you still hear in, hear in fucking trailers these days mm-hmm. and nobody knows what it's really from <laughs> they don't know it's from this movie this is where this score came from and it's in like every fucking trailer that comes out these days but I'm driving home and I missed the call from my brother so I call him back and he's like dude first he I dude I gotta tell you yeah, a, movie, you tell a my movie I just saw I'm like hold on I gotta tell you what a movie I just saw I'm not bullshitting and I go and I tell him I just saw Sunshine. I was like, dude, I just saw that too. Like we basically watched it almost yeah. some, in a sense together. And then we both appreciated it enough to call each other. And we talked about it for about two hours. And then this movie lavished, like, it took forever to come out on Blue ray like uh, Blu-ray or anything. Like it was because it wasn't a hit. It wasn't like they were in a hurry to put it out or anything. So finally came out and watching and I mean just hearing it. And I can I can see that mm-hmm. I can see the movie as I'm hearing this. Mm-hmm. But like you said, the characters of this movie, but the thing that sets this movie so unique for me is you have people dying left and right in this film, but every time somebody dies, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's just... For, it's for people who have never watched amazing.
3: it. It's amazing. It's it's strange. For people who have never watched it, it has Captain America and Scarecrow in it, so yeah, <laughs> go see it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nope. And, and uh, uh, First Class, what's her face? Um, I forgot her name on that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She's in Troy as well. She's Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh God. Rose Byrne No no her name well, I, mean, I know her, her name, meant, her name. I know. She was an agent I mean, what her name's right here <laughs> I, <laughs> I sorry
1: that. But uh yeah
2: Yeah from Insidious And all that I mean the cast is phenomenal Uh it's got the I don't, I don't know the Asian guy's name But the captain He's yeah. also ended up Coming 47 rolling And he was the Samurai that didn't trust Tom Cruise And last samurai That was like Kicking his ass mm-hmm. Until uh Watanabe like said Hey you know relax Be cool And everything yeah. It's just it's so well done Well it's just mm-hmm. like the the scene again spoilers if you have not seen this movie turn the podcast off we'll see you next week I just knocked this damn (laughs) drink over again I apologize thank god you put the cap on him but uh when the captain dies when they're sitting there he's like you know he's he's finishing the repair and like just that music and it's kicking up and it's just what do you see
0: god Jesus
2: (laughs) and then I'll be damned if the, the end of this movie where he's walking in that suit and he falls Mm-hmm. and he's, he gets up and he he makes that jump that's one of it's my cover photo on Facebook that is like probably one of my favorite scenes my favorite still shots of any movie the, ever the kinney
3: suit yeah <laughs> for lack
2: of a better word the gold kinney suit which and the thing is I'll read reviews people like talk about this movie like one of their biggest gripes is that the spacesuits look stupid why does that well, matter Luke? exactly <laughs> but the thing is they were dis- this movie was made with a lot of like scientific input like uh-huh. if this mission existed How would we, you know, what it theoretically, how theoretically would we go about it? And of course, you got to protect people from the heat of the fucking sun. So that's why, like, it's a visor that's this big, it's huge, it's meant to insulate and cool and all this kind of stuff. So it's very hypothetical, but also meant to be logistically logical, Mm -hmm. if that makes any sense. But yeah, if you haven't seen Pacific Rim, I would recommend it. Uh, What would you say? Would you recommend it? Pacific Rim? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Jesse? Yes. Sunshine, if you haven't seen it, go out and buy it right now. I don't recommend that. Get the fuck out! <laughs> it's your house, and I'm kicking you out of your house. Uh, if you if you agree with a lot of my opinions on this show, there's no way you can't like this movie. Of course, the one random asshole was going. To go, I'm not going to like it because of that. I, I'll I'll send me an email and tell me why. So why hey, are you i, would I would well, be listening. If you soon. said we were
3: watching that movie right now, I'd watch. Like, like it, I don't know. Like
2: when I when I'm feeling sad, I can watch the scenes I just mentioned, it makes me happy. Like, it's just mm. so... It in, this movie inspires me, mm. which means I should watch it, like, consistently every day, every yeah. day so I maintain my <laughs> inspiration. Yeah, seriously. But it's just... But it's all, in a sense, it's a double-edged sword. It's inspiring, I was like, damn, I can never make Why something not? like this. Why not? I don't know, because that's, the, do that's, that's the doubt part t- that we talked about on your yeah, podcast. It's like, God, it's already made. I can't compete. But I could. No, I
1: can't. No. Jeez, it's that it's everybody weird. had that defeating attitude. I mean, that's why, that's why you're here, Jesse. <laughs> I know. Because we're, we're weak and defeated, but you, <laughs> you are strong.
2: You are very strong <sighs> and motivated. Everybody needs one. But like somebody me, around that does that. When you hit 33, it's just all downhill from there, kid. You forget what it was like to smile and to be happy. <laughs> but anyway, I digress. I'm not far. Enjoy it while you can. But uh, score wise, Scrooged, go ahead and ruin my fucking day. You had a five. God damn. <sighs> I give it a nine if you're watching it in December. If you're watching it any other <laughs> time
3: of the year, it's an eight.
1: How about <laughs> that? A seasonal score. Yeah, nine. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. So I mean, you...
3: If, if you drink a seasonal beer, it tastes better in the winter as well?
2: It, it was just like fucking pumpkins, everything. It always <laughs> tastes better in the fall. I don't want a pumpkin flavored, a pumpkin latte in the heat of summer. Yeah. It just makes me long for.
3: What if it's a hot home. day in December?
2: I got gingerbread lattes because <laughs> it's, it's,
3: <laughs> it's December <total> weather based.
2: Yeah, <laughs> gotcha. well, I don't, I don't, I do not frequent Starbucks except I, I can't remember if I told you guys on the podcast or what, but only two times a year, around the fall for pumpkin lattes, and then until they stop carrying gingerbread lattes.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That's the only should. I, that's the only way Starbucks gets my money. So they had them all year. It wouldn't matter but uh, I think we covered everything we got your rewind got the Back to the Future did our scores uh, if you need to email us we said it several times Asiavisit at gmail.com if you want to watch Scrooge if you haven't seen it and want to see it and see if you agree with me or Daniel you can go to awesomepods.com click on the Amazon link you can get the Blu-ray for nine ninety four, just like I did last week and bought the triple feature that I got with Gremlins 1 and 2 you can do the same thing for Scrooge and get it delivered if you have Prime within two days it was great I had it before I just I had to watch it for the podcast it's amazing just go to awesomepods.com first. And also don't forget while you're on awesomepods.com, before you click that Amazon link, there's a nice little graphic that Jesse has made with all the shows in the Awesome Podcast Network. Give them a listen, much like our last week's uh, viewer email, viewer slash listener email, I should say, uh, how one led to another. It's just, it's habit forming. You know, any, any of these shows can be a gateway drug to more and more podcasts. So give them a shot. A lot of topics covered. And we all, on behalf of everybody here at Asia Revisited and the Awesome Podcast Network, we hope you have a safe and happy Christmas, because we're in
1: England. Happy Christmas! Are we releasing episode on uh, this? Your home on, This, this one will be next week. Okay, so in two weeks we're gonna or next week we're gonna be a little late then. Yeah, next week we we'll recording on Thursday because Tuesday's New Year's Eve. Okay, so don't expect one New Year's Eve.
2: <laughs> gotcha. There you go. Good job. <laughs> good point. But uh, be safe, everybody, and remember he knows if you've been bad or good. So we've been very bad, and it's all <laughs> for everybody to hear with our
1: abortion. Right. all sorts of that was last year so we're good there's a highlight that episode that people can listen to yeah. for new listeners it. that it'll yeah. kind of catch you up to some of the things we Please. we frequently reference I think our Oreo cookie today is pretty good it might be on highlight number two <laughs>
2: but anyway next week for everybody that tuned in last week wanting to hear about Enemy Mine you will hear about it next week on 80s Revisited so again Merry Christmas everybody be safe I am Trey Harris I'm Daniel
3: Sanangelo Jesse Sedgley Cowabung Bugga <laughs> and Merry Scoochness <laughs> That sounds so dirty. <laughs>
0: Come on. All right, how about just a man, come on, just a man. All right, the real man, let's hear the real man. All right, all right, all right, the women, the women now, this time. No, the real women, the real women. You know who you are. Are right, you, who was making all the noise through the whole movie. My brother, the king of Christmas. facebook.com slash awesome pods and follow us on twitter at awesome pods